Good morning and welcome to Ask Andy. This is a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. You can reach me on the web at newworthlaw, N-E-U-W-I-R-T-H-L-A-W.com. Broadcasting in the middle of the coronavirus lockdown from my home office slash basement. So, I want to talk to you today about two kind of slightly different aspects of the same thing. So, my experience is that my best clients are the ones with very serious injuries and... The reason for that is that people with serious injuries after a car accident or a fall or some medical malpractice kind of know intuitively that they have a case. Like, there's really not much in the way of fear that they're going to lose. There's fear or concern or anxiety about how much the ultimate result would be. So, look, you know, if you were in a car accident, you broke your sternum, you have permanent, you know, leg problems or who knows what. You know, you kind of know that the case should work out for you, you know, to some extent. So that what does that mean? That means you're going to win the case. It's just a question of when and how much. And that's fine. And most of the clients who are in that situation, you know, they don't want to be in that situation. They would rather not have had the car accident. But at the same time, you know, they understand that the process is going to work out. I'm going to do my job. They're going to follow and cooperate and have their deposition taken, this and that. But eventually, they're going to have some money waiting for them at the end of the process. So, you know, the person, let's say, with a broken sternum, they're going to have $100,000 or more waiting at the end of the process. So, you know, that person is going to be more patient and understanding of the delays that come with the system, some of the questions that are asked, this and that. Then the other end of the spectrum is the person who has a mild car accident, like a fender bender, and then treats for two or three months and is all better. That's not to say they're a worse client, but people who have really minor injuries from car accidents are less appealing to the lawyer because they're going to be a smaller, you know, case value. So, but they're also, you know, a lot more work to prove the case because really, you know, at the end of the day, there's not a lot of testing that's going to prove you have a soft tissue injury. So there's no objective test. What does that mean? That means there's no MRI or CT or this or that. There's really just you saying it hurts. And if you're lucky, a doctor saying, oh, yeah, you've got, um, you know, back strain and I can feel muscle spasm. And spasm is something that, you know, you can't produce on your own. It's, it's something that's independent of, you know, your conscious ability to make something happen. Like you can't make your muscles spasm. So what happens in that situation? Let's say you're with your lawyer and you sign up with a lawyer and the lawyer doesn't know at, on day one of your crash if your accident is going to result in serious injury or not, and neither do you. you got to go through some healing. But let's say at the end of two or three months you're healed. What happens? Well, sometimes the lawyer will lose interest in 
your case, maybe you won't hear as much from the lawyer. Or worse, you know, the worst case scenario for you as the client is the lawyer sends you, you know, what I would call a drop letter or a dismissal letter. You know, I, I do this periodically. Client, you know, mostly with, you know, clients who are, um, you know, I'm not getting along with. And they're, look, I'm... <laughs> My personality is my personality. I can't really change it at this point. Um, there are people I get along with. There are people I don't get along with. If I'm not getting along with you as a client, I think you deserve a better lawyer or a different lawyer at least. Um, so I send people drop letters for various reasons, but mostly it's just, you know, my gut is telling me that we're not getting along. So, you know, what happens when you get a drop letter from your lawyer this is the opposite end of the spectrum from the really seriously injured person. So, first of all, you know, the client's going to be upset. Like, well, why are you sending me this letter? Why aren't you representing me anymore? You know, you promised me, you know, you made promises. And I think the answer is oftentimes, like, I, I don't think we're getting along. And two, the other answer is, like, I, I don't think your case is worth what you think it's worth. And then ultimately we're going to have a difference of opinion when it really matters. So, you know, what's my job as a lawyer? My job as a lawyer is to advise you, but my job as a lawyer from my perspective is a little different. It's to drop your case, to tell you that I can't represent you anymore so that you have enough time to go find another lawyer. Okay? So that means, like, as soon as I get to the point in my head where I don't think either we're getting along or that your view of the case is realistic, I try and get that out to you to let you as the client know that sooner than later. Okay, you have two years to file suit. You know, I should probably know that within, you know, three to six months. There, I, you know, I just had a very weird situation where we totally lost track of, uh, a client, like we'd reached out, we tried to find her, couldn't find her, she wasn't responsive, we did this, that, and the other thing, you know, and the statute of limitations was coming up, and we had to make a decision about, look, are we going to drop this lady, who seemed like she had a good case originally, but never got treatment, or are we going to try and settle the case? So we sort of did both, you know, we set a, a time frame, and uh, ultimately the case got settled by the insurance company and we were able to find the lady but it took you know moving hell or high water and and plus like you know i don't like to have cases lingering around close to the statute because that's bad you know you want to you want to make a decision on a case sooner than later and i'll talk about you know what do you do in that situation in another podcast but so the question is this like let's say you have a client who thinks their case is worth $30,000 and it's actually in your mind worth $3,000. What are you going to do? You know, are you going to send the client a drop letter and kind of ruin that relationship? Because you can be dead sure that if you're the lawyer and you send a client a drop letter, one, they're probably going to find another lawyer. And two, they're never going to come back to you or send you family and friends because, you know, you basically told them to go, you know, go find somebody else to represent them. So, you know, look, a lot of this is, it's personal injury practice. But, uh, you know, these lawyer-client relationships are often very personal. Like, <laughs> I go through people, you know, listening to their physical problems as, 
time develops over the course of a year or two, like we get to know each other pretty well. And, uh, so like, if you hate me, I don't want to be your lawyer. Um, and if I think your, you know, views of the case are off the, you know, out of, off the reservation or out of the ballpark, I I don't want to represent you. It's not going to work. So, you know, the question is like, what happens? What does it mean if your lawyer sends you a drop letter, like six months after your case starts? Well, what it means is they no longer represent you. You're free to go find someone else to represent you for the case. What is my guess as to what ha- what's going to happen? My guess is you're going to have a hard time finding a lawyer because lawyer one didn't like the case. I've had cases come to me where four lawyers have either tried to work on the case and failed or just couldn't work on it or the client got rid of them. The client didn't believe they were being good lawyers. So... You know, I had one resolved recently in that situation, <laughs> but, you know, you got to believe that by the time you're on the third or fourth lawyer, like, there's some problems with your case, or there's some problems with you. So, you know, that's a story for another day, but look, I, I try and tell people, like, if you're on your second or third lawyer when you come to me, most likely, like, it's not a great case. I'll try and work on it. I'll do my best, but it's not a great case. Because if it were a great case, lawyer number one would have kept it and worked on it and, and gotten you satisfaction. So those are the sort of two ends of the polar ends of the spectrum is the person with a really weak case with the kind of overinflated view of value and the person with a really strong case who's like, look, you do what you want. It'll get resolved in my favor. Um, you know, we see everything in between. And uh, but. You know, that drop letter situation is an unpleasant one, but it's kind of like oftentimes a necessary kind of wake-up call uh, to the client. And it's incumbent on the lawyer to, uh, you know, be professional about it, cooperate if they find a new lawyer. And um, that's, you know, kind of the way it is. So this podcast is sponsored by uh, New Worth Law Office. Phone number is 215-259-3687. You can find us on uh, Facebook you can find all the podcasts on Facebook or wherever else you get your podcasts. You can find them on Spotify and iTunes or Apple Podcasts. And if you need further contact with me, you can find me on LinkedIn. Or if you have questions, you're welcome to email them to me at andrew at newearthlaw.com. So have a great day. Take care of yourself. Stay safe. This has been Ask Andy. I hold people accountable.